Hi everyone, welcome to Training with Casey, where we explore animal training and living our best lives with animals. I'm Joseph Laughlin, producer of this podcast, and now here's your host, Casey Covert. Let's get started. Welcome everyone, this is Casey Cover, your host on Training with Casey. Thank you, Joseph, for the introduction. And tonight, I'm actually really eager to talk about a kind of a strange subject. And what that subject is, is why I make my training videos the way I do. Because Lord knows I get complaints about it. So the title tonight is Why I Don't Explain Training Videos. So I have it on good authority that some trainers are frustrated with my training videos. And this good authority is the trainers themselves. They often find my videos are incomprehensible and they have a good point. There is usually no explanation for viewers and I do this on purpose. If you cannot follow the action of these videos, they are not meant for you. This is a specific technique and the videos are for people that are learning this technique and understand it. If you put in the time required to understand these videos, they will suddenly be all about you. To be a good trainer, we've done a podcast on this recently, you need to be a good observer, a good analyst, and and good at discernment. If you're watching a video of an animal being taught in real time, even if the trainer is using a foreign language or a different language than you speak, if the animal is successful at learning the material, you, the superior being, remember, should certainly be able to follow what the trainer presents, how the animal responds, what the learning and performance results are. And in that process, you may learn a little of another language, like just as the animals learn English or German or Dutch or French, etc., from us. So I'm offering a gift. I'm freely sharing the exact techniques I use to teach animals amazing things, things like two-way communication, as well as allowing us to take blood from the vena cava or walking on a tightrope. I'm showing you without reservation, without window dressing or editorialization, how I train. But it is a gift that you can only unwrap with your careful thought. And I don't demean you by telling you what to think, and I, but I don't lower the bar for who has access to this information either. New class members often complain that the videos don't make sense to them, 
But the next thing you know, they are remarking how much better the videos are than they remembered them. Now, the videos did not change. The observers changed. Many of us are lazy. We don't want to have to put in the time or effort to, of actually parsing the action and understanding what is going on. And if it doesn't look like something we already know, rather than observing whether it works better than what we already do, we tend to condemn it. Really, mastering training takes work. But with continued effort, it takes less effort until it becomes our natural understanding. As you subject yourself to the demands of observation and discernment, these also become second nature, and you'll become a much better trainer than you started out to be. And of course, uh, the, probably the best videos to watch are your own training videos of you working, because you'll really learn what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong, regardless of the technique. And you'll become a more powerful trainer because you dare to spend the effort to master your tools. Many of us lack confidence. We see who's at the top of the pack in our worldview group, and we dare not speak out of sync with anything they say, even if they are wrong, even if they tell us they are wrong. I remember one author saying that they just comes right out and says, as they had been challenged by a number of other uh, you know, experts in the field, that they were misusing terminology. They just came right out and said it. Do you think that everybody then ran to learn the correct terminology and to evaluate why this person would change it and whether or not that was justified? I think not. Now, we sometimes just to go along and to gain the status of being in the in-group, we can act like simpering groupies, but we can choose differently. We can choose to think independently and test ideas and techniques. We can apply and test our own tools and our ideas. We can work right up to the wall of our own obstacles. Have you been there? Have you gotten the case where you've tried everything you know how to try and you cannot solve that case? And for me, at that point, I'm constantly listening because I never know when I will hear a whisper that leads me to the solution to my problem. By struggling, to learn what works and what does not. And by struggling with our own obstacles, we recognize when someone else has gotten over that wall and can teach us something. However, many are incapable of doing that. For example, they'll watch a bit of video, get a sense of angst in the case of an aggressive pony and declare that the trainer is pressuring the horse. This is ridiculous. 
because it's even though the train, all the trainers try to do is name body parts, just touch a place on the horse and give it a name. And oh, by the way, that trainer is standing outside of a huge paddock where the horse is free to roam, but chooses to stay next to the fence, next to the trainer and harassing the trainer. The horse is pressuring the trainer, not the other way around. And she's threatening to bite this trainer. The trainer just talks to the horse, strategically awaiting a tiny instant of correct behavior, at which point she slips in a reinforcer and within a month transforms the death sentence of this very pony into a new life in a permanent new home. And 15 years later, this pony is still going strong in the same home. And I can say that for sure because I spoke with the owners. So this pony was slated for euthanasia due to having dangerous and incompatible behavior. For over three years, they tried to help her and they could not get through to her. Now, if you get a chance to see such a transformation, you really might want to study the action closely and look for cues and clues because in this and 28 other cases, no one else was able to get these animals turned around. And this very trainer, Annette Harwood, did it with some help from Wendy Kruger. And she did it over and over and over again for a total of 29 cases, all slated for euthanasia. Now, if you watch this particular video, you won't, you're, you're not going to see exactly how I would train these animals. You will see how newly certified Annette Harwood applied the SATS techniques after a few weeks of study to save the life of a pony. And while I taught SATS to Annette, I was not present for any of the training of this pony or any of her other cases. We've got some great video from Annette. So the video link is included here, and I hope you will watch it and enjoy the story. It's a wonderful story and the success and understand something about how we train. If you're up to the challenge, that is. All right, take care. Thanks for joining me tonight, and I look forward to next time. Hey fans, are you enjoying training with Casey? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Casey Covert on YouTube. That is youtube.com forward slash C slash Casey Covert. Also, give the podcast a like, share, and comment. Thanks for joining us. Come back for more news and views on animal training and living with animals. Stay at the top of the pack with Casey. This is Joseph Laughlin, producer of Training with Casey. See you next time.